1: At compass ltd.com. And while you're at my website, click on the radio section of the page and check out past shows. You could subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out to us with topics for future shows, questions about what you're here today, or to set up a face to face or virtual meeting. Now, there's just something about summer that inspires us to let our imagination wander to all the places all around the world we'd love to visit. And as summer is starting to wind down, these things are just popping up in my head more and more. You know, sidewalk cafes in Paris, Australian beaches, Japanese gardens, whatever location you're dreaming about, it's likely I've worked with a client who shared that dream. And in fact, outside of ensuring they don't outlive their money during retirement, I'd say designing a financial strategy that allows people to travel on a regular basis is perhaps one of the biggest issues people bring up to us in the planning process. And with those travel dreams in mind, we're going to talk today about how you can potentially craft a strategy that allows you to travel regularly without risking your ability to pay your bills and also maintain financial stability. But before we get into today's topic, let's talk here to the co-host, with the most host, Tony Shore. (laughs) You know, I know you have no interest in sitting on an Australian beach, but what could be better than, you know, sitting here hosting the show with me, Tony?
0: No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Now you've got me thinking about sitting on an Australian beach. I mean, uh, you know, modern (laughs) technology is good. I might be able to co-host from an Australian beach. In fact, we could just record the show there. You could come You could be on the beach as well. Tony,
1: you're so good. You don't even need modern technology.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But if you ask my wife and kids, my voice would carry that much. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't need amplification, I guess. I think
1: Till Tuesday wrote a song about you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Voices carry. I love it. (laughs) I love it. Awesome. Amy Mann. uh, She was great. Anyway, um, we can talk about all this during my next contract negotiation, Matt. Oh, we yeah. do that. <laughs> we do <this>? <laughs> uh, <laughs> We we probably should. No, um, but uh, yeah, this is another great topic. I mean, traveling is high on the priority list for I think a lot of people once they retire. And we've talked a little bit about this before. We've done shows on people who want to retire, you know, a on broad. an RV, yeah, yeah or, or just, abroad, or yeah. different
1: things like yeah, yeah. We've talked about a couple different topics this way, but uh, you know. There was, there's an Investopedia article, Investopedia, by the way, ha, is such a phenomenal resource for it people. Is. It really, you know, if you have some pretty basic questions or even some kind, sometimes some convoluted ones, it's a great place to go check it out. If you, you know, need an answer relatively quickly and you don't have a financial services pro that you're working with, it's often a lot easier to just ask your financial services pro. Yeah.
0: But, and uh, they you should didn't... be working with a financial services professional. But for other things, you can check out Investopedia. I think it's a great resource.
1: I do, too. And they have this article, want to travel the world in retirement? Question mark. In case you couldn't hear it in my voice. Here's how. (laughs) And it's got some really good insight and information. Now, first and foremost, you really need to spend plenty of time thinking about what kind of travel you want to do. You know, how often you want to do it, how you're going to pay for it. You know, the answers to those questions are unique to you, to your situation, But you need to answer them. And being unique to you and your situation, I know, is kind of a trope on this show, but it's very true. So, for example, when you think about travel, do you imagine week-long trips spread out over a calendar year? Or do you envision pretty much living out of a suitcase as you take frequent long trips to exotic locations all around the world? You know, spending a week at Disney in the winter... And then a week on Mackinac Island in Michigan in the summer is one thing, but spending like 200 days a year with a suitcase in your hand is something else completely different.
0: Well, that's true. I mean, not all trips are created equal and there's different levels of travel. And as you've said, the more you want to travel, the more you're going to have to have a budget large enough to let you do it. That's the key here, isn't it? Large enough and smart enough.
1: Right. Maybe it's just a smart budget. Maybe it's a large budget. Again, it's going to be unique to the person. You money pays a huge role in your ability. I said, pays money, pays money, plays, but I guess it it does both. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, And it pays a nice play play
0: on word with pays.
1: Yeah. Nice pay on words. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, a huge role in your ability to travel during retirement. I just skipped it now. I'm not going to use that word anymore. Uh, You know, there's other big factors at play. You know, for example, what are your commitments at home? You know, do you have elderly parents maybe who rely on you for transportation, companionship, care? Uh, Do you watch your grandkids a couple days a week? Or maybe you don't watch them, but do you or they expect you to be at their little league games or their choir concerts? Are you regularly volunteering at a nonprofit it, it, if if you if you are if, if being gone is that going to put pressure on the organization when it comes to staffing yeah
0: like or but, a church right yeah
1: yeah don't misunderstand me if frequent travel has always been a significant retirement goal you should seize the day and make it happen i just am trying to te- let people think about don't forget the bigger picture of what your being on the road frequently could mean to the people you
0: love yeah that's a great point and something Uh, you need to take into consideration. And I think this is a good time to remind our listeners that, hey, if you want to travel a lot after you leave the work world, you want to be working closely with a financial services professional, somebody like yourself, Matt, because Matt, I know you can help people devise a travel schedule that's going to fit into their broader financial strategy.
1: Yeah, I'd say schedule meaning like how often you actually will be able to. I'm not a travel agent. I'm not going to book you the best days on the best flight. Right? that's not what I meant. Yeah, Yeah. no, but, you know, just that word. And you're right, though. Like how much or how often? Certainly your advisor should be able to help you with that. Your planner should be able to help you with that. Um, And as you make your retirement travel plans, also remember, factor in your current health status as well. You know, the health of who you'll be traveling with. You, You definitely don't need to be in tip-top health to enjoy travel, but you really should be in a position to handle the rigors, the stresses that come with lots of time on the road. Now, if you have serious or chronic health issues, you should probably have a discussion with your doctor so you can be confident that you can manage those issues while you're away from home. And here's another thing to remember as you're getting up in age, if you're signed up for Medicare, it doesn't cover health costs outside of the U.S., So you'll may want to purchase, you know, some sort of travel insurance to cover potential medical emergencies while you're abroad.
0: Yeah, I mean, and that's important. Have insurance to cover, you know, your medical care and emergencies uh, for any senior traveling out of the country. That's important. But hey, it's not the only potentially important insurance coverage, though, right?
1: Right, right. Maybe you get lucky enough where you get hurt in a country that has really good health care and you don't pay for it. But that doesn't always happen, right? Right. um, but there's also other things besides medical things like trip cancellations, maybe stolen luggage or stolen personal items, uh, pre-existing ca- conditions that fall outside of the scope of an emergency or in, as we've seen in the last couple of years or other things, medical evacuations, you know, hopefully listing these potential insurance products don't doesn't make you feel scared or overwhelmed or dash your dreams of travel and retirement. That's not the point. But if you're in your seventies and you're finally realizing your dream of taking the train across Europe to see that continent's popular cities and the countrysides, you'll probably enjoy yourself more if you know you have your emergency bases covered.
0: Yeah. And you can get insurance for all those things you mentioned. So, mm-hmm. uh, that makes a ton of sense. Uh now let's take a minute to let our listeners know in case they have questions about this or want to get a financial plan in place that can include travel. How do they get a hold of you, Matt?
1: Well, there's this novel thing that we used to use a lot more. <laughs> um, and I suggest this the easiest way is to you dial numbers on the phone. Pick up and the call phone me.
0: and give you a call, right? Yeah,
1: that's the easiest way. 800 339 9252. Uh the government we still haven't totally figured out letting us uh Text as advisors, so calling is the easiest, but email works just as well. You can get, uh, you can contact us through the website at Compass-Ltd.com.
0: All right, now this has been a great show so far. You've been talking about the steps we need to take if we want our retirement to include a lot of travel, whether here in the U.S. or across the globe. And you know, uh, you you talked about uh, you got to think. Uh, you know, is are you better suited for a couple of week long vacations a year or you want to travel extensively, continuously, and uh, what your current health status is. You mentioned that. So, what's next?
1: Well, if we refer to the article, they talk about the importance of gaining a thorough understanding of your current financial situation before you make any significant travel plans. This isn't, you know, a lifetime of retirement travel, but anything, you know, a week long international trip that'll likely run you around $5,000 to two people. So that could be a significant- Or more. Yeah, I mean- It It could be up to 5,000-
0: At least. A piece, yeah. Yeah,
1: it can be at least 5,000, right? So from there, simple math tells you that if you're looking at a month overseas, you'd better be certain your nest egg, your financial strategy have you covered. But don't forget that your price tag's determined by your expectations. You know, if you're going to visit Paris, Rome, Berlin, you want to stay in these upscale hotels, it's going to cost you. But if you're comfortable with more modest amenities, some, you know, independent pensiones in in Italy or something, you can get away with much less sticker shock with different places. Hotels that maybe cater to older travelers, less expensive hotels, Airbnb, campgrounds they are all solid options for getting a good night's sleep without breaking the bank. Now, I traveled around Europe after I graduated college. And I can tell you, I, you know, at that age, I stayed in a lot of hostels, yep. but we also a couple of times, we rented an apartment in Prague for the week, cost us next to nothing. You know, like depending on the cities you're going to, sometimes the prices are lower in different places. Um, we rented an apartment in Prague. We've got a small independent hotel in Venice. You know, there's lots of different places and we camped out in, uh, in another place in Italy, in Florence, we camped. Uh, and I didn't even have camping gear. I got camping gear there. So, oh, uh, but it was, it was really, you know, there's a lot of options and depending on what you're looking for. Again, if it's, if it's really nice hotels, it will cost you, but there's a lot of, for a lot of other ways you can really stretch your dollar on an extended stay.
0: Sure. There are a lot of options you're talking about. Uh, there are hostels that cater to seniors or older travelers. There's mm-hmm. less expensive hotels. There's AB and B rental campgrounds all solid options uh, for getting a good night's sleep, depending on what level of comfort you, you're willing or can pay for. But when you say, it, Matt, that somebody needs to really understand their financial circumstances before they begin traveling frequently, I'm guessing you're talking about not only money in the bank, but investments, social security, 401ks, IRAs, a, a just about anything that is going to provide some kind of income in retirement.
1: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Before you can make plans, Maybe see see the Sydney Opera House in person. (laughs) You may want to meet with your financial pro to double check your savings, investments, the income streams uh, that can supply you with what you need for traveling. You know, once you have that part squared away, you can work with your financial services pro to set a daily budget. So for us, I'm speaking somewhat in generalities for what the normal person might do. When you work with us, it's all part of your plan. We work in how much you can spend on vacations every year that's part of the planning process we do it from you know x amount a year from now till this time in retirement we up it because a lot of people are going to do some more travel we put more money in there for oh you know talking through what they might want to do you know if you're going to consider a significant trip like a year in the south of france you might want to consider doing separate things and just putting some money away maybe it's selling your home, offloading some of your possessions to better finance your adventure, you know, depending on what you're working with as far as income streams, right? Clearly that level of downsizing is a major life change and you should only move forward after a lot of consideration, a lot of contemplation and a very open, frank conversation with your advisor and your planner. If selling your home is a bridge too far, uh, maybe renting it out while you're gone might be a good option. That way you'll, No, you always have some place to come home to, uh, which have to bear in mind. If you rent out your home while you're abroad, you'll need to arrange for someone to handle maintenance issues and emergencies. And again, not trying to scare people, but there are also horror stories of people renting out even just Airbnb and then people not leaving, you know, so (laughs) there are, you have to have some contingency plans around things, but there are possibilities besides just the income stream you have now as ways to do it. If that's in your plan.
0: Yeah. Good point. And, you know, you've mentioned a few couple of items to travel on a budget. Uh, do you have any more options for retirees who want to travel without blowing up their budget?
1: Yeah, besides, like, the Lonely Planet, you know, whatever, on a shoestring books. Uh, and yeah. Those are out there. They're great books, actually. Yeah. Uh, but uh, how about, uh, you know, it, there's so one is uh, Repositioning cruise. You know, so a lot of major cruise lines provide these discounted trips when they need to move a ship from one port to another during off peak times, you know, so unlike a lot of excursions, the ship doesn't return to its port of origin, but instead it'll stop at a bunch of ports en route to its final destination. Another way you could do it is volunteering. Uh, it's for a lot of retirees, a couple of years, maybe in the Peace Corps, uh, just you, just a handful of days working on an organic farm, maybe, right? And in many cases, you'll pay a fixed price for food and lodging. That's often a lot less than the trip would otherwise cost. But maybe you can also work as you travel. There's a lot of younger folks doing it now as a side gig, and there's a lot that start and maybe don't make it. But uh, there's plenty of people doing it. If you look at YouTube, it's full of people doing these travel channels. And, you know, maybe you teach English in a foreign country or you're writing travel articles or a blog, you're writing a full-length book. Those are all ways you may be able to fill your bank account while you travel. And house swapping is becoming very popular now. There's, As the name applies, with a house swap, you find a homeowner in the area you would like to travel, who would like to travel to your home base. You agree on the amount of time and other logistics, and away you go. There's a website, uh, International Vacation Home Exchange. can help you get started. That's a website you might want to check out if that sounds like a good idea to you.
0: Well, and I know some retirees who have actually taken some great trips by house sitting for people.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, well, in even in like the U.S., delivering a car—that's true. Yeah, you can instead of paying for airfare, some people need their cars shipped somewhere. You I've drive a car somewhere. I've heard about people doing yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. So, the house sitting is a good option. You know, you can do it in your preferred location, eliminate the need to pay for lodging, and if you can. Tr- you know, drive a car there. Now you haven't even paid for travel, right? And often you you get paid for that piece. You'll, you'll be house sitting for a family who's on a trip of their own and you're staying in the home free of cost. Might Maybe you asked to take care of pets or houseplants or some basic maintenance tasks or something. And there's another one, uh, another website, trustedhousesitters.com that can give you a sense of what some of your options might be if you wanted to go that
0: route. I love that. Yeah. I've heard of that. Trustedhousesitters.com. Yeah. 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 And, and to me, the biggest takeaway is so far that, hey, if traveling, whether occasionally or a lot during retirement, if that's part of your plan, you have some good options.
1: Yeah. And I do want to say we've mentioned a couple of websites. We don't get paid by these people for this. That's just suggestions of where to go yeah, for further just, information. It, yeah. So yeah. um, we have no reason to suggest them except that there's good info there. Um, now, listen, plenty of people I work with want a retirement that keeps them right at home spending time with grandkids hitting the golf course and others i work with definitely crave adventure but whatever scenario is most appealing to you if you build a financial strategy that's as solid and nimble as possible and then you revisit it on a regular basis for updates potential tweaks you may put yourself in a position to have the kind of retirement you've worked so hard for that thing i always say at the end of the show you know have. the have the life you want to live today or keeping that eye on the life you want to live in the future. Right. So that's what the plan is all about.
0: Awesome. And having a plan and working with a financial services professional to make sure the money aspect of it is taken care of and accounted for is huge. And after our conversation today, I'm contemplating what kind of travel I'd like to do during my own retirement. Matt, yeah, well, I mean,
1: it- you know, I know you do take some trips. You do like Music City, right? Sure. You, oh, go yeah. there, but, yep. you know, but there's a, a, a whole big world out there. I, I was lucky enough to do some traveling when I was younger, uh, you know, all over the States, around Europe, some Central and South America stuff. But, you know, there's still a couple places I'd like to see. And, you know, but if you want to Get out there and do it. I say, do it. Just do it smart, especially if it's in your retirement. You don't want to take a bunch of trips to come home and find out you've blown too much money, and now you're going to outlive your money instead of the other way around. Right? That's so. Um, let's let's stick with this travel theme. I don't want to get too okay. deep into like you know, not getting your plan right. Let's stick with the travel theme though, um, and let's go with this one. Uh, there was a U.S. News and World Report article how to retire on a cruise ship. What? And for some people, it's it, it's a surprisingly attainable option. Now, if it's your thing, right? Not everybody loves cruises. Um, and first and foremost, the process is about far more than buying a ticket and jumping on a ship. There's a dizzying variety of routes, durations, prices, ship sizes. And if you've never taken a cruise before, it goes without saying that you should take some sort short trips before you consider the long haul to make sure you actually want to be on a cruise ship. But it might sound wacky, but this is something you can
0: do. Well, that's crazy. I mean, uh, you need a game plan for staying in touch with your financial services professional while you're out having the time of your life sailing the seven seas. But I'll admit, I've never heard of retiring on a cruise ship, like full-time living on a cruise ship. That's crazy. Well, so
1: some of the options, right? Some cruise lines actually have cabins for sale. So it allows you to own your little home on the sea you Now, all those tiny house living, you kind of have one just, just floating around. In other cases, you may be able to purchase an extended trip of like 180 days or longer. And don't forget that if you're done with life on land, you'll need to figure out what to do with your current housing. You may want to rent your house for a while to see how life on a cruise ship suits you. Or if you know you're ready, you may want to put your home on the market. But again, you first want to make sure that cruise ships are for you before you ever consider oh, this. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You I already, it. I've taken one cruise and I think I know they're not for me, but I, I definitely would not want to retire on a cruise ship, but I know a lot of people that would. So what are some of the typical costs involved with cruise ship retirement? Okay. So I have a
1: lot of, yeah, I have a lot of clients who love cruises, right? Yeah, so, sure. um, and I know so we a lot do, of
0: people who love yeah, cruises.
1: Yeah. We, do the, I, we deal with this a bit and, you know, it does largely the cost wise, it depends on where you want to travel, what level amenities you prefer, just like we were talking about earlier. You know, it's especially if you look at that U.S. News and World Report article, rates are determined by duration, your type of cabin, your previous passenger status. The average per day cost is about $214.25, average. <laughs> it's got the quarter in there. Oh, yeah. And that includes your ticket and spending while on board. Uh, and in some cases, if you choose a longer stay, you'll maybe be able to secure a discounted rate. And additionally, you may be able to work directly with the cruise company or the travel agent to secure special services for long-term guests. You know, with those services, you can often arrange for family and friends to occasionally join you. Um, they may also allow you to return to land for special events and then rejoin the ship at a later date. So those are all pretty cool options to have if you make that decision.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had a lot of fun on the cruise I took, uh, but it was only like a three day cruise, to the Bahamas from Florida, but I'm still trying to wrap my mind around living on a cruise ship full time.
1: Yeah, it's not for everybody, but I wanted to kick the idea around just so people can get a sense of how many retirement options are really out there. You know, write your story. There's definitely some pros with a retirement at sea. Uh, If you crave, you know, new far flung places, the cruise is truly an opportunity to see the world while somebody else handles all the driving, if you will. Right. Uh, They visit Asia, Europe, South America, and absolutely Wonderfully full list of destinations and really cool ones. A lot yeah. of the time, you know, all different islands and, beautiful, you know, of course you're going to be along the coast. Of, you know, it's not like you're going to visit interior mountain lands right from the coast. But depending on how you set up your trip, if you could take some extended time at a stop, you can get off and be somewhere maybe head to the central part but you know the coasts coastlines are usually uh, some pretty beautiful places as it is oh, so yeah. and if you're going to cruise you're probably used to being around beaches so.
0: sure and i would imagine it's a great way to form new friendships as well
1: sure i mean you settle in the life on the ship you're going to get to know the crew that's going to give you a feeling of home probably right the the crew gets to know you you'll often get extra care and attention if you're nice um, you know, you'll enjoy resort style living. You're going to be surrounded by people who share that interest. And perhaps the best of all, you'll be enjoying a largely carefree retirement because somebody else is handling the maintenance, the cooking, the cleaning. So, you know, your job is really enjoying life,
0: yeah, I like it. So those are some of the pros. Now, give us some of the cons to life on a cruise ship.
1: Well, as some people would say, you're on a cruise ship. <laughs> yeah, right? that's true. but others, um, you'll be spending the bulk of your time away from your kids and grandkids. If you're close to your family, that's going to be a massive culture shock. Yeah. Uh, And if you, if you're really bent on being around them, this certainly is not going to be for you. Uh, Maybe a shorter one or something, but it's also possible you're going to grow tired of the frequent stops, even though they're cool places and you have no control, you have no control over when they occur or where, right? So it might dock in a city you want to explore for a day or two, But you might really want a week there to see everything on your list. You know, like everybody says, if you're going to go to Rome, you can't be in Rome for 24 or 48 hours. You know, you need a week in Rome to see everything that Rome has to offer, at least. Um, And now I know a a cruise ship isn't going to go to Rome, but I'm just saying there's cities that you need more than that day or two. Uh, Another thing, healthcare could be a big challenge. You know, if you want to retire aboard a cruise ship, you should be in good health. Let's get that out there. The ship and its crew is not in any way equipped to function as an assisted living facility. Um, also, Medicare won't cover health care services that are provided to you when the ship is more than six hours outside of a U.S. port. Uh, though, you know, emergency medicare, medical care is often available on the ship, you're still going to want to purchase a private health insurance plan that will cover you wherever you travel. Or maybe your retirement plan is to create like a, you know, an assisted living ship. And maybe that's a retirement plan in and of itself. You can be on your assisted living. You can run an assisted living ship and take care of other people.
0: Wow. That's an interesting (laughs) concept. And I think this has been a seaworthy show, Matt. Oh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else before we sail off into the sunset today?
1: Wow. Uh, I get every penny you're worth out of you, Tony.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I sure hope so.
1: Oh boy. Uh, You know, yeah, if you have any questions about putting together a financial strategy that empowers you to travel frequently during retirement, visit the website, compass-ltd.com. Call the office, like I said, 800-339-9252. You can discuss how the team might be able to help answer your questions, address your concerns, and we'll tell you what it takes to put that plan in place so you can know exactly what it is you can afford to do, how much you can travel. You know, we won't tell you where to go, but we'll figure out what it's going to cost you and let you know whether you can do that, you know, with resting your head at night with financial peace. uh, And if not, how we can adjust those expectations so you know that you can do the travel you want to do, but also have the rest of the retirement life that you also want to have.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. Well, thank you, Matt. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of The Financial Compass with our host, Matt Brunner. Thank you for listening to the Financial Compass. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Matthew Brunner at Comprehensive Planning Associates. Call 800-339-9252